Great musical memories from the fall of 1966, Johnny Rivers and the poor side of town. We play that this morning because that's where Mario Canseco lives these days, having lost most of the Canseco family fortune on the Philadelphia Phillies in the World Series. So Mario's with us today to talk about a new survey that he's done that is, well, kind of baffling to me, and he's going to answer our poll question as well. What a busy Saturday. Mario, good morning. Good morning, Tina. Great to be here with you. It's good to have you with us there from the poor side of town. Uh, it, let's talk a little bit about our poll question, and then we'll get to your survey, because here we're going to talk to uh, the folks at the Liberals. Caroline Elliott's going to join us a little later in the hour, and they're going to vote on this name change. So our question this morning, Mr. Pollmeister, and we'd appreciate your response, will a name change to BC United help you vote for the BC Liberals? That's our question today, Mario. You've done some homework on this file is this going to make a difference well i think it's certainly going to help because we have had a situation especially over the past few years where uh, there's a lot of people who identify more with the conservatives at the federal level and don't like the name bc liberal for the party that is ultimately center right so i think this could certainly benefit the bc liberals right now called bc liberals if they have the name change but I think it's a double-edged sword in a way because you could also see a lot of people flocking to the BC Conservatives. Uh, so it, it's it's a very delicate balance. Uh, but ultimately, I think it'll be beneficial for them because there's a lot of people who don't really like the name BC Liberal. Right. They never had even since the 1990s. So. I think it would help them for sure. Well, I remember, of course, when it all came about because, of course, this, the, the social credit brand was permanently damaged by Bill Vanderzam, and they had to change the name because that big tent that was social credit that mean basically not the NDP. Those were the two parties. It was social yes. credit and the NDP. Well, they had to change the name and for some mysterious reason went with liberals. And I'd, I've never been comfortable with it since day one. They're not liberals. They're mostly conservatives. Uh, and now they're going to try calling themselves BC United. Uh, we've had some emails, some phone calls already. It's our buzz line question, Mario, today. Not everybody appears to be ready to be fooled. Well, it's going to ultimately come down to the final proposals and the types of things that they want to do. We've seen other jurisdictions where the name change has been favorable. Uh, in, in Saskatchewan, for instance, the switch to the Saskatchewan party helped, not in the immediate election after it happened, but now they've been in government for three consecutive majorities, so there might be something in there down the road. For sure. Now, let's talk a little bit about this uh, headline in the, in the local paper, in my case, the North Shore News the other day. Support for changing British Columbia's name is highest among youth. This is an article you wrote just a couple of days ago. Uh, let's talk about the notion of changing British Columbia's name in the first place. Where's that coming from? Well, we've had some rumblings about this issue for the past couple of years. Um, there's been a, a little bit of a discussion, particularly on social media, coming from younger residents of the province about changing the name of British Columbia. Uh, there's a lot of other jurisdictions, specific provinces, specific places that have indigenous names. And when we asked this question back in August of 2021, we had... Um, a significantly smaller number of residents who believed that this was something that they wanted to see. And now we have 53% who disagree. So the level of disagreement with this notion 
is down seven points from 2021. So we could look at it that way. You know, there's a majority of us who don't think that the name change is warranted. Okay. But when you look at the numbers by age, it's the youngest generation that says this makes sense. You know, we know Manitoba has an indigenous name. Saskatchewan has an indigenous name. Why can't we pick something that is indigenous? Because there's something about the name British Columbia and the lack of an indigenous acknowledgement that isn't making us quite happy about the name that we have on our documents. Mm, interesting. But the support, as you point out in this in this very fresh survey, seems to be strongest among very young voters. So if there's ever to be any action taken in this regard, it's going to take a generation, isn't it? It will take time. I think one of the messages that I get from the survey is we've seen over the past few years uh, younger British Columbians being more in tune with everything related to Indigenous issues. They were more likely to be worried about the legacy of residential schools, more likely to be uh, people who participate in territory acknowledgements, for instance. So it's a generation that is definitely more in tune with Indigenous causes than what we see, for instance, with Generation X or with baby boomers. So it's not that surprising to see them supporting a move to change the name of the province. Uh, They are primarily upset with the fact that there's no Indigenous heritage in the name, but there's also a significant number, about a third, who don't like the word British. Uh, They think that it's not something that we require right now in the name of our own province, and they would like to see something different. But it's the younger generation, you know, maybe 10, 15 years from now, they start to become the middle-aged people of tomorrow, and the younger generation starts to pay more attention to this. But at this stage, um, there's no political party or anybody who wants to take this cost. Yeah, I was just going to say, I I don't see anybody out there on the political spectrum wanting to play ball with this stuff at all. I'm thinking of Nova Scotia and other jurisdictions in Canada that might be subject to similar whimsical uh, name change aspirations. I don't see it happening, certainly in my lifetime. Do you? No, I I think it's going to take a significantly longer time. And, And what we see here is ultimately a situation where whenever we start talking about reconciliation, there are so many different ways in which people want to act. You know, we see a lot of support for actually enhancing the lives of people who live in indigenous communities. We see a lot of support, for instance, for territory acknowledgement. And this is one of those issues where the generational gaps are massive. You know, there's certainly a higher level of support for acting on things that would benefit indigenous communities now, But when it comes to changing the name of the province, it's very complicated. It's a lot easier to do, I guess, if we look at other things that have been renamed. We could look at Ryerson University in Toronto, now called Toronto Metropolitan. Mm -hmm. It's a decision that is taken by a board, and then everybody has to abide by it. But this is the name of the province. It's in our documents. It's going to be way more complicated to implement something like this, even if it even if we have half of those under the age of 35 who say, I would welcome this. Interesting stuff. Lots more data on this available at Mario's excellent website, researchco.ca. Mario Canseco, pollmeister extraordinaire. As always, sir, thank you for this on a Saturday morning. We appreciate it. My pleasure. Always great to be here with you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.